0: You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 104. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, one hundred and fourth time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howtoshedoitpodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also connect with the show's account how does underscore she do it on both Twitter and Instagram. I have an announcement to make about what is happening with Four Corners Coaching in the next few weeks. We are hosting our very first workshop, virtual workshop on Saturday, June 8th. I started to say January for some reason, but it's not January. It's going to be in June, Saturday, June 8th. And this is the Qualified and Confident Workshop. And if you remember, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I have hosted a webinar that says that was titled Qualified but Not Hired. The reason why I went forward and and titled this workshop Qualified and Confident because We are going to be working on building up the things that you need to be confident that you will be and can be hired for the position that you're looking for. We will be working on the foundation and the strategy that's going to help you get ahead in your current role and get clarity about the goals that you have. So if you are interested in getting clarity about the goals that you have for your career, getting a clear understanding of some of the skills and strengths that you have and how to apply them in... The direction of a transition or in the direction of trying to grow in your career. And if you just want to get started preparing for your job search, you want to be at this workshop on June 8th. I'm really, really excited about it. We are going to be going through an assessment that I have mentioned multiple times that my clients love, that I love. You will get your own copy of the assessment. We will walk through it so you can understand it. You will be able to take it with you and use it in multiple ways in different areas of your life. We will also be doing live resume review you will be doing live coaching like there's going to be breakout rooms it's going to be all of the things so if you are interested in joining us for this workshop on June 8th go to bit.ly/f as in four c as in corners june 8 that's the number 8 so again bit.ly/f as in I was going to say F as in C. F as in four, C as in corners, June, and the number eight. Or you can go to my bio on Instagram at Tiff South. Click the link there. You can go to fourcornerscoach.com and you will be able to find it there. Or you can go to the show notes for this episode. So there are lots of ways to find out how to get to this work- workshop. But if you go to bit.ly slash four, C as in corners, June, and the number eight, you will be able to register. And I am really excited about it. I hope that you join us. There are limited spaces available, so make sure you do not delay and wait until June 7th to sign up because I want to make this a personal experience. I'm not. limiting the number of people who can attend. So don't wait to register. Sign up today, and I look forward to seeing you on June 8th. And with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. This week, I am recommending purging. If you are on my email list and you read an email that I sent earlier this week, you will know kind of where this is coming from. So I am in the process of moving and um, moving apartments, and it is an experience. It has been a journey. I have known that I was moving for um, the last you know, two months. And naturally, as life would have it, everything has happened in the last you know, two months where I've been gone several weekends. I have delayed. I have procrastinated. I have found reasons to do a little bit here and not quite as much as I need to do because my goal in going into my new apartment is to carry The basics with me and to get rid of a lot of the things that I have currently where I live. And that has involved a lot of intentional examining of things that are important but not necessary, that had value at one point but no longer serve a purpose. And so, what I recommend for you in wherever you are in your current season of life is to look and examine the things, and these can be physical things. These can be emotional things. These can be relationships, people, experiences, whatever it, whatever it might be for you where you are and examine, are there things that you are currently holding on to that or that are just taking up space and that you're just walking by or glancing over or tolerating and not actually adding value to your life not actually adding value to your experiences not adding value to you know the direction that you're trying to go in are they weighing you down right so as we go into the second half of 2019 I would encourage you to engage in an active season of purging and be intentional about examining the value that something has or does not have and do not confuse past value with current value. Do not confuse past value with current value and practical use and application. Because I have found myself pulling things out of my closet that I've never worn straight up. It's a sin actually. (laughs) Like there are things that I'm pulling out. Like why do I still have this? And then I'm holding onto it. I'm like, well, you know, I might actually be. And I'm like, girl, no. You've had this in here for two years and you've not worn it. You don't need it and you're not going to need it. Donate it, give it away, right? And if there are things in your life, again, physical, mental, emotional, Get people involved, whatever the case is, think about that thing ask it ask yourself is it adding value to your life and and if not, get rid of it donate it repurpose it for somebody else but take it out of your emotional space, take it out of your mental space, take it out of your physical space and make room for something new That has really been my objective in thinking about going into this new space is making sure that I am making room for new things that God has for me. If I have two hands, right? And if both of my hands are closed or if both of them are filled with things, I can't receive something new that's coming in. The same is true for our emotional space, for our hearts, for our thoughts, right? If we have old things taking up space where new things could be, but there's no room for them, you won't get that new thing. So do not be one of the reasons why you're not getting new things because you have not done an adequate purging season and you don't have to be moving, right? You don't have to be facing some external, uh, you know, life transition. Oftentimes that is what spurs these kinds of seasons. Cause it certainly did for me because I've had stuff in, in this accordion file that I, that I went through last weekend. Stuff has been in there since 2014 and it was just fine sitting in a corner, Collecting dust, not bothering me, out of sight, out of mind. But then when I re- when I looked in, I was like, I cannot believe this stuff has been sitting here. So in addition to kind of getting through and moving through things, I'm also preparing to create a system that will allow for things like that not to happen again, not to accumulate stuff and let it sit for a long time. So all of that to say, I am recommending purging, intentionally going through different, different things, different areas of your life and recognizing where you need to get rid of some old things in order to make room for what new what is new and, um, and open up yourself for new possibilities. And that concludes this. This week's Just My Thoughts. I should have added at the end there that if you want to join the email list, you can do that by doing one of two things. You can text Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs, to 444 999, or you can join the How She Elevates Slack community, which is uh, the community of listeners and supporters for this podcast. And we are growing every single day. And I'm so excited to have you all in there. So if you text How Does She Do It as one word to 444 999, you will get the link to join that community, and you will also be added. Adding- it to the email list. So again, if you text how does she do it as one word to 444-999, you will get the link to join the How She Elevates Slack community. So this week is going to be a brief episode, but I wanted to talk about the importance of understanding that clarity creates confidence. Clarity creates confidence. In working with women and having the pleasure of working with so many amazing women over the last two years, one of the most frequent words that gets brought up in conversations, both on the phone, via Zoom, in my coaching sessions, and even in the preliminary questionnaire that I have people who schedule calls with me fill out is. I want more confidence. And I know exactly what that feels like because that is a that is a is something that I think particularly women of color but women period but I think particularly women of color in especially when we work and operate and are navigating ourselves through particularly white spaces we Often struggle with that, and that is one of the things that I work with my clients on a lot, and we do a a whole um, kind of series on it in how she in Elevate Your Career Academy. But when I realized, as I was developing kind of the model that I use and the model that I think has been effective in my own career development and in the career development of other people that I've studied and in the people that I've worked with, what. Is clear is that (laughs) when people are clear about who they are and what they want, they can then be confident in the way they pursue their goals. They can be confident in the spaces that they navigate in because they know who they are. So when I say clarity creates confidence, it means that you have to start from a place of understanding self-assessment, and knowing who you are and what you want in order to be able to walk boldly and assuredly in the direction that you want to go in. And when I was thinking about what scripture reminded me of this idea related to clarity and confidence, James 1 came to mind. And James 1 chapter, excuse me, James 1 verse 5, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version says, "'If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways.'" Now, this verse does not use the word clarity here, but the idea of someone being double-minded or doubting is this, in, in, in when I think about it, is the same thing as being unclear or lacking clarity because you cannot be sure. If you're lacking clarity of something, you can't be sure of a direction to move in, right? And if you are lacking clarity, then you're not going to know how to then ask for wisdom. You're not going to know how to proceed from there because your vision is unclear, because your direction is unsure. And if you want to be clear about the direction that you're in, if you want to be assured in knowing that you are going to get something when you you ask for it, you have to be clear and confident in the thing that you're asking for. Because what this verse is saying is that if you go to God and ask for wisdom, but you're doubting that you're going to get the thing, then you can't ask for it. Then you, but you might as well ask not ask for it because you are like a wave tossed by the sea, right? And you are not operating in faith related to the thing that you say you want. The same thing is often true in the way we move around our day-to-day, in the way that we approach our careers, we are unclear and we ask for things, but we don't necessarily do the preparation work to make us best prepared for those things. We ask for things, not actually believing that we're going to get them in the sense that if you apply for a job and you're just like, well, I'm just going to put this resume out there and see what happens. You are not clear on the the path that you should actually take to apply for that job. You are not clear on how to best position yourself for that opportunity. And you are not clear on and confident in the way you've positioned yourself for that opportunity. Therefore, you've not put yourself in the best position to get the thing that you're asking for. We have to be clear about what we want and the clarity. There's a step that comes before that clarity about what we want can, before it can come together. We have to be clear about who we are. We have to be clear in such a way that our confidence is informed and and grounded in something before we ever show up to apply for a job. We have to be clear and confident in who we are before we ever walk into a new a new opportunity in our current roles. We have to be clear and confident in who we are before we ever ask for a promotion or a raise. If we are unprepared for that ask, if we are unprepared for that positioning, then we will not get the thing that we are after. We will not get the thing that we're looking for. And if we don't position ourselves well and we don't then end up getting the thing that we're after, we then start to look at ourselves wrong. How many times have you put yourself in a position to ask for something and then you didn't get it and the first thing that you thought, oh, I am not good enough. The first thing that you thought was, oh, you know what, maybe I I shouldn't have applied for that job because I'm not good enough a lot of times it's not that you're not actually good enough it's such that you didn't you didn't position yourself well you didn't put yourself in the best position to get that thing and the way that you do that is you start with clarity because clarity informs your confidence clarity creates confidence and that is as i have worked with we just wrapped up the last eight the last session of elevate your career academy And in the last session, one of the things that we always do is we talk about what is different. How do you feel now about your experience? How do you feel now about yourself? And the undoubted thread that brought all the women together was they are more clear about who they are and they are more confident in what they have to offer. Why? Because we spent weeks doing intentional work about helping them get, get so much Understanding and being able to articulate—not just internal, inside of your head, articulating—you know, thinking about things and feeling good about yourself—and fluffy, kind of, you know, theoretical, feel-good type stuff. No, we are actually saying words out loud, putting words to paper, and creating thing, creating statements and understanding that you can use and in, in conversations with other people, that you can use in your in your resume, that you can use in conversations about your um about your in your evaluations, right? I had a, a client who I worked with who took the assessment that I mentioned that we're gonna be doing at the at the workshop on June 8th. And she wrote me an email telling me that she used her assessment to help her put together language that ended up her getting a promotion that she wasn't even sure, that she wasn't even sure that she actually wanted, but they offered it to her. And so it's like there are so many opportunities for us to position ourselves for the things that we want, but we have to start clear first before you can even get yourself ready for those things. Because what I want to make sure without, uh, just before, in addition to, I should say, after helping to spread the glory of God and making sure that he is elevated and edified in all that I do and in the understanding that my clients have about who they are and that they were specifically and uniquely and fearfully and wonderfully made by a creator to be as excellent as he has created them to be. I want women to know how how dope they are and to believe it and to walk in it because there is nothing wasted about the experiences that we have. We often just don't know how to access them and make and pull out the tangible value that we can then use and translate into a new experience. That is my superpower. It is the thing that gets me so excited to be able to have someone tell me about something that they've done. And then I reflected back to them and inject a tangible application or connection from that thing that they've done in the past to a thing that they wanna do right now or in the future and just watch their eyes light up and remind them that I didn't give them anything that they didn't already have. I helped them put a different spin on it and a different understanding on it. And when I say spin, I don't mean make up stuff. I mean draw connections that already existed that you didn't necessarily see. And once you see them, you can't unsee them. Once you see clarity about who you are, you can't unsee it. Once you see confidence in who you are, it might get dinged every once in a while. It might not be on a hundred all the time, but when you know who you are, you know who you are. When you and and so that that is what I want to do. I'm getting really really excited here. Very, if you, I'm sure you can tell by the sound of my voice. But I take this so seriously. This is a foundational belief and understanding that I have. That when you are clear, you will then create and inform new confidence in your in your career and in who you are as a woman. And remember, everything that I talk about, it it, of course it comes with a there's a faith there's a faith based element to it. There's a career component to it, right? But our faith informs who we are as whole women our faith our faith informs who we are as whole women and if our faith informs who we are as whole women therefore our faith involves how we show up at work how we show up in our relationships how we show up in our personal lives how we show up in our financial situations how we show up for our health right so everything that we talk about it's not just about taking this to work but it's about taking this into your into your mind about who you are as a whole woman first as a whole woman who is a believer in the lord right and what we have to do is make sure that we are confident because when, again, if you think about it, if you know who you are in Christ, right? If you know who you are and who he has designed you to be, that, that knowledge should be something that you can take to the bank in any area of your life. And it does, so it does not stop in church. It doesn't stop in your ministry. It doesn't stop at work. It doesn't stop with your family. It should be carrying and coming with you everywhere. So when I talk about clarity, creating confidence, this clarity that you're going to have about who you are as a woman is going to create confidence in every aspect of your life. Not because this is not just clarity about how you show up at work. This is clarity about who you are. This is clarity about who God has designed you to be. And you have to, if you ask for that clarity and you work, at that clarity, believing that you will get it in the way that you ask God for wisdom. If you ask God for wisdom in this area, if you ask God for wisdom in any area of your life and you, and you believe that he will give it to you, he will give it to you. But if you ask in doubting, he is not going to give it to you. So we have to ask for clarity in the things that we want. We have to believe that we can get this clarity and we have to do the work to get this clarity, right? We have to be intentional about making space in our lives to get this clarity that we are looking for. And that is the thing that I, I really I really just love helping people do because we are life is busy. Right. Life, it comes with so many different things. How many times do you start your day with certain intentions and never end up getting to some of the things that you wanted to do for yourself or for your family or even at work? You start with a to do list and by the time you get to four o'clock, you haven't done half of the things on the list because so many other things came up one of the things that's important is knowing that the work around getting clarity to inform your confidence is it takes intentional time. You have to make time for it. It's not something that you can just hope for and and expect that it will come. It's something that you have to make the time to do because it's about connecting the dots between what you have done. It's about connecting the dots between who you are and how you show up, what drives you, what motivates you and and getting and making room for those things. So that is really a, that's really basically what i just wanted to talk about today clarity creates confidence do the work to get clarity in your life the first thing that i would say if i could offer practical insight is to is to create space for this work give yourself time to reflect starting with the leverage list the leverage list is an ex- is a great place to start to begin to get some of the things outside of your head and onto paper that will help you just start to see some of the objective facts that should give you confidence about how you show up right who am I what am I what have my successes been what do people compliment me on how can I how have I been valuable in the past those kinds of things. The second thing that I would say you can do to have your clarity create confidence for you in your life is to talk to someone about it, right? A lot of times we have our own thoughts, we have our own impressions, we have our own understanding about who we are, but then there's something extra that gets layered on top of it when we get someone else to share or hear some of the things that we have to say or they can reflect back some of the things that we, that we talked about. And the third thing I would say is to believe. Believe that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Trust God's word when he says that nothing is wasted. Trust his word when he says that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. Trust his word when he says that you are his precious, precious child, that he cares for us, that he cares for you specifically. And that is something that will come as you continue to do the work to grow closer in relationship to him. Remember that clarity creates confidence, but we have to do the work to help bring about that clarity in our lives in partnership with Prayer in partnership with the Lord, making way and giving us insight on our experiences, because that that's another thing that we can do actually is to ask for God to illuminate the connections between the things that may seem disconnected in your life. That's a very, it's a very reasonable and realistic prayer to ask because it's hard, like inside of our own strength, our minds are these amazing things, but our minds are limited. Remember his ways are greater than our ways. And there are things that we can't even fathom about some of the things that he can do. But if you, I point to the book of Esther often, and I maybe I might need to do an explicit series on the value of the book of Esther. But one of the things that's amazing about the book of Esther because is that God's name is never mentioned, but his hand is all in it right if you read esther esther is an example of what of of the idea of god's providence and in how con- things can happen and 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 align with his will even without you being aware in the fore, in the moment in the foreground that that's what's happening right and when you can look back at your life this is why i say the the intentionality involved in bringing about clarity in your life if you can look back with Prayer and with insight and with insight from the Holy Spirit about how your life has progressed, you will start to see connections that you never noticed before. And I say that because that has that's ex- that's literally how my life has progressed and has continued to. I see value in experiences that I thought were were disconnected or disjointed. I can connect the dots between me getting accepted into Cornell's 6 week summer program in 2001 all the way up to me graduating from law school in 2011 and and they're not it's not going to be if you if you know how how God works these are not going to it's not going to be pulling out a bunch of random things that are not actually connected. There's a thread there. There's a a tightly thread uh, rope that comes all the way through between those experiences. And I encourage you as you seek this clarity that we talked about, as you seek to build this confidence to go to God in prayer, asking for insight and help connecting the dots between experiences that seem disjointed. So I said that this was going to be a shorter episode and it turned out not to be much of a shorter episode. So I will wrap it up here. I want to say thank you for joining me on this 104th episode of How Does She Do It? I want to encourage you to join us on June 8th for the Qualified and Confident Workshop and... Also, check us out in the Slack community how she elevates. If you want to join us for the workshop, go to bit.ly slash f as in four, c as in corners, June and the number eight. So, FC June 8, and go to bit.ly slash hse slack in order to join the Slack community. I look forward to joining you and you joining me. I look forward to seeing you on June 8th. This is going to be a great experience, and I would love for you to be a part of it. And until next time, Be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.